Welcome to Megan Meets, a podcast hosted by me, Megan Scully, in association with Salt Float and Recovery Suites. Ireland's first dedicated natural health spa, offering flotation therapy, infrared and traditional Finnish saunas, contrast therapy, and no contact compression massage and more. Salt is located two minutes from the M6 motorway on the outskirts of Galway City, and they stock a wide range of Irish health and wellness products. Take time to look after you this year at Salt, experts in holistic wellness. Keep listening for special offer at the end. In the first series, I'll be exploring health and wellness and each guest will be chatting to me about the work they do. You'll learn more about alternative healing methods, health, happiness, and so much more. Get involved by using the hashtag MeganMeets. Hit subscribe and share the love with friends and family or those who you feel could benefit from the health and wellness topics and methods discussed. So my next guest, and delighted to have you finally on the podcast, um, it is of course, we're here in SALT, and I'm with the man himself, Adrian, one of the founders of SALT, you're very welcome. Thanks, Olivia, thanks for having me. I want to get straight into it, um, I've obviously been going to SALT since you first opened, and I've been here for all the therapies, but where did exactly the idea for SALT come about? Uh, first of all, so we heard it, probably listened to too much Joe Rogan back in the day, um, and about flotation tanks and flow therapy and all of this stuff. So we were living in Vancouver and there was three or four float centers in Vancouver at the time. Um, so more curiosity than anything else. Was, All right, let's check one of these out. So me and Nicola went down. I was kind of working in construction framing at the time. So the body was a bit beat up, but like mentally, physically, yeah. there's nothing really wrong with me. We went for a float in the float house in Gastown in Vancouver, came out and I was like, Geez, I feel great. <laughs> I'm not too sure what it is, but I feel it's one of these things where like I feel very like so I feel fresh, the body feels kinda of recovered and uh yeah, I just kinda of kept going back then and thought it was a, a place for one of those in Goa. I remember when I first heard about float tanks, I had this idea of like one of those tanks you'd see in a farm, like those big rusty tanks that you climb into and like pitch dark and cold. And I was really kind of, I, that's all I ever thought of float tanks. And then when I heard that you were talking about opening up a float tank in Galway, I was thinking, how are they going to, what way is this going to work? Um, but suppose we get straight into it because it says floating, I suppose the floats are one of the main therapies in here. But for those who don't know, what exactly is flotation therapy and what are the tanks look like? Because I've given, obviously, the wrong description. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. Megan. Like people have their own um, preconceptions and whatnot of floating. But uh, the first thing I'd say is it's worth trying. Mm-hmm. It's a very hard, like I'm going to try explaining here, but I could sit down with you for three hours and talk about <laughs> floating and you still mightn't have an idea of it. Um, like we start with the name. Say a lot of people think it's flotation therapy. Uh, another common one you hear is sensory deprivation. Oh. Um, which we try not to use here too much because if Anton, I think it's kind of the opposite. It's in, in some sense, it's sensory enhancement. Like, don't get me wrong, when you're in the pod, you've, there's a, deliberately, there's no external light, there's no external sound, so you're just, it's just you, yeah. you're floating this nice, warm water, everybody floats, doesn't matter what size you are, how mm. small you are, how big you are, um, everybody floats, and everyone takes something different from it, like you could come in and float, as you have with, say, one of your friends, and you could come in with two, like, two different or come out with two different outcomes 
Um, some people come in for the physical side, some people come in for the mental side, some people come in just to get an hour away from everything. Um, so the main ones we see from, say, the physical point of view, people trying to get better sleep, mm-hmm. um, joint pain. Like in, art, art, in Ireland, I think arthritis is one of the most, especially as people get older, yeah. it's one of the most common like autoimmune conditions you'll see between osteoarthritis, rheumatoid arthritis, and the pod kind of gives people a chance to relax. Like when you're lying in bed even, something is engaged to keep you in the position that you're in. When you're floating, it's like everything gets to switch off at once. The water is holding you up. So it gives the bones, the joints a great break. Um, From a kind of a cosmetic point of view, (laughs) the the hair, the nails, your your skin, like people don't realize this, but in the pod, there's over 550 kilos of medical grade Epsom salt. And you can't really feel it in the water, but you're getting this kind of mini exfoliation while you're in there. So like your hair, your nails, it's, uh, you know, salts, um, magnesium sulfate. It's been around for a long, long time. Yeah. And people like your grannies would have always said, oh, have a Epsom salt bath or use salt for this and that. And I suppose that's where the, the salt of the earth came from. We probably wouldn't be here without it. And of course, the name salt. And I should say as well, because I gave a really bad description of what I thought the flotation well, pods, I guess, is what they are. But that's when I first came in here to salt and saw the pod. I was like, oh, wow, they're so sleek. They're so slick. They're like white and they're kind of this lovely looking, I guess, bean shaped kind of pod yeah. almost. Um, and you mentioned there about the amount of salt in them. How high roughly does the water go in them then as well? Yeah, so their water will roughly come up 10 inches. So okay. it's like we've had people, a lot of people come with the two biggest, um, say, pushbacks we hear about floating is, oh, I'm claustrophobic. And we've the pods we've bought are deliberately, like I'm six foot five, mm-hmm. I can stretch out fully in these pods. It's no, the space is not an issue. But some people then are obviously, um, they have a fear of water, or they've had a bad experience of water at some point, so they're not too comfortable about lying in, in a pod for now. But you literally have, we've had, we have one lady in particular that came in one day and she was claustrophobic, she had a fear of water, and the same woman came out and she was grinning from ear to ear because yeah. she basically overcame a small fear of water. Same with the claustrophobia, and then she obviously took whatever benefit she took from the float. Like, so again, we'd, we'd recommend people have a look at the pods. The first pod I flowed in was like a metal coffin. And I was like, I said, wouldn't bother, didn't bother me. Yeah. But I can see why other people would be tentative as in, mm, I don't know if I want to go in there for an hour because it, it didn't look that inviting. But I think the pods have come a long way too. And like that was probably six years ago I flowed the first time. Um, yeah, so hopefully your pods are a bit more inviting. <laughs> they definitely are. And if, you, uh, if you're listening and you're wondering what they look like, you can head over to their Instagram page. Um, they're tagged as well in the bottom with salt uh, flotation therapy and you'll see them. And I, I, I said to you when I first walked in the room and saw them, I went, oh, that is not what I expected at all. Um, another thing I think which is great about your tanks that you have here, the pods you have here, is the, um, I know they, they fill and empty after each use. Yeah, so that was like, I float in basically every type of a pod that you could get. Like we float in rooms, cabins, uh, there's various pods to hold the water, we kind of went after the ones, just simple, the simple fact that they empty and fill mm-hmm. to give us peace of mind to say, we can get into that pod after 
every floor, make sure it's clean. And especially with what came three months after we opened, which was COVID, uh, we hadn't really planned for that, but it gives us peace of mind, it gives our customers peace of mind to say, like, customers, hygiene, there. I don't think you can have a, a float centre or a, a health centre without, without paying good attention to that. And I think a good thing too about here, I know you mentioned with the whole COVID situation, you're only three months in business, starting out, um, introducing a lot of people, I think, to uh, floating and what pods were. But I think what the great thing was you have about this space is that it's, anytime I come in here, I feel like I'm on my own. I feel like I have the whole place to myself, which I think is something that's really nice because you kind of, you feel like you're in this whole centre on your own because you'll never, I rarely meet another customer which is good because you have them well rotated because you're in your tank and you kind of come out and you think you've gone to this retreat all on your own and you've come out and you're like, oh my God. It's like, but you, you little, do you know, like while you're in your, your pod, there might be someone in another pod and there might be someone in yeah. the other room. Yeah, and that's it. Like we try to keep everything private. Like, and don't get me wrong, you might bump into someone up in, mm. in, in our chill out room here afterwards. But um, it's to kind of promote the time for yourself. Yeah. Like we Irish people are absolutely terrible and especially Irish men mm-hmm. uh, looking after himself. At one point there was even there was probably some sh- shame attached to it as in yeah. if you're a guy and you're looking after yourself. So when people come here it's like you kinda of have a chance to relax, be on your own, whether you're getting away from work, if you're getting away from the phone, the email notifications, uh, the kids even for an hour. It's like like people pay to come here so we want to make sure that they're I suppose getting to enjoy that time and that it is like a a little sanctuary hopefully for for people to get away once a week or once a month it is a great place to actually just like that just to switch off and um, floating so you come in and the float you're in it for an hour I remember when I first came in I said an hour I was like what <laughs> how am I going to lie for an hour in water like this but it's so funny the way time kind of flies yeah. by in some ways in there like it, 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 before you know it the hour is over and you're kind of thinking have they, have they turned this off early or something? Um, but I guess there's probably a reason for that, like, is it like yeah. why it's an hour. There is, yeah. So I mean, it's, an, it's an hour because I think an hour, it's a good, from a person's schedule, yeah. that it's good to, you can, everyone can find an hour to look yeah. after themselves. If you can't, you've probably bigger problems to, to look at. But um, I suppose one of the, the, the good things about the time, like you mentioned there about the, the, the perception of time when you're in the, in the pod, like what we see a lot is a lot of people come in like oh yeah like an hour and it's like yeah yeah and then they'll come out and they'll feel like i finally felt like it was in there 20 minutes <laughs> and what we find like even from ourselves like we at this stage god only knows how many times i've floated but the best floats are the ones that go by like in a in a, in a that feel like they go by in a few seconds and like the more we look into it like there's actually a good podcast out with Andrew Huberman at the moment on our perception of time and stuff and how we perceive time. Yeah. And it definitely links back to some of the, the flotation therapy stuff because I think when we're, you turn off your state of alertness, you're a bit more likely to obviously relax. Mm-hmm. Like what we tell people when you're floating, if you can switch off the brain and get the brain to relax with even with some really basic breath work or something, the body will always follow. It's kind of like, okay, the, the monkey mind or the brain has, has told me to relax and you can sometimes feel yourself sink into that float and then like, it doesn't happen too much in the first one but there's so many people come in here and they'll go into the pod and go to sleep for the hour and you kind of wake up and it's like you're like a, a, re- a refreshed person after it. That's one thing I found with the, the floating and, and I think that's why, you, as you said, and I'll say it too, is you have to just try it but you have to try it more than once because my first ever time 
I remember being in the pod and kind of thinking, okay, this is unusual, this is different, and kind of it took me a while to settle mm. into it. Uh, the second time, I think it was, I just had all these amazing creative ideas and I, I remember like getting out of the pod and like writing them down as quick as I could because I was like, I just, I just yeah. got all these, I, got, I feel like I got this really creative hour. Then the next time I went in, the third time, um, I fell asleep and I had like what felt like the nicest nap ever and I woke up and I couldn't believe it and I just, I just felt like so good. And then I, again, the next time, I, so I feel like every time I've been in the tank, like in float in the pod, something different has happened. And one thing I've noticed, and the one common thing, is that I have slept like a baby that night. It's, yeah. <laughs> I just, and my friends, I've sent my friends here, and my friends said the same thing, that I, my sleep I had afterwards was just sensational. I was like, you are, whatever it is, you are just completely relaxed, and it's like you just want to crawl into bed. Yeah, and that and that's it. Like, it's, um, like, without us trying to be salespeople, like, we tell people, we, we even have an offer for people to do three floors, to basically get one free. And the simple fact is, the first float, like we be honest with people when we're doing introductions, it's going to be weird for the first <laughs> fifteen minutes. Like the first few minutes, it's like, hold on, what am I doing here? What am I meant to be doing here? How do I do nothing? It's like there's so many things, and then you're actually trying to get your grips with the sensation of mm. floating itself. You probably put salt in your eye. You might be looking for the light. There's so many things that can happen in the first float, and it's like we try to tell people be patient with yourself. Like don't people have this perception that they're going to go straight into the pod and the thoughts stop that's just mm-hmm. that's it so that even takes a bit of practice but it's kind of like you said there you can float for a lot of different reasons like like i like what you said that the creative side of things we have a few people that do that you'll often catch them up here in this room they'll be writing down <laughs> in the diary which is great like because it's one of these places you like if you're focusing on something you're working on something mm-hmm. and you don't want any distractions there literally is no better place to go like um and even in that case we, we often tell people don't come in caffeinated but if you're coming in to focus on something it might be good yeah. to have a small cup of coffee if you're not going for the relaxation side of it so it kind of said we're kind of it kind of sounds like i'm saying oh floating fits everything but it kind of fits uh, like for whatever outcome you're looking for if you're if you're looking to relax there's quicker ways to get into that state if you're looking to focus mm. or think about a problem or work on something it's a great spot for that because you've no distractions like one of the hardest things to do sometimes is sit down and do some focused work because you have your phone within arm's reach you'll have something to take your attention away and like these days it's so hard mm. the, the attention span of people is ridiculously low um and like we all know like if you can get some good focus time it's usually when you do your best work in the zone so yeah, all we can say is go for a float and listen to the end to hear about a little offer. Now I want to move on to something that actually really surprised me and it's something now I've come to love. It is the infrared sauna. I know it's one of the newer additions. Um, so explain to us what exactly an infrared sauna is because you also have the finished one, but we're going to talk about that in a while. But I want to talk about the one it's actually I'm literally it's in the room beside me here so I'm pointing over at it um what exactly is an infrared sauna and, and why an infrared sauna yeah so I'll have to put my hand up first of all I was totally against the idea of an infrared sauna just because of the way it heats up the body yeah so I thought like when I used to think about an infrared sauna I used to think about sunbeds and all the negative connotations that come with that 
But we've done a lot more research into it, looked into it with what was happening, I suppose, across Europe. And it's like, oh, no, infrared saunas have definitely have their place. Um, so I kind of backtracked. We got, <laughs> we got made a space for the infrared sauna. Um, but the main difference is, I suppose, the infrared sauna kind of penetrates the muscles a bit deeper, as in infrared heats, heats through light. Um, the, the traditional sauna will heat through, will heat the air, like mm-hmm. con- convection heat. Um, so the idea is it gets into the muscles uh, a lot deeper. So, so the same can be said, like the people that are using it the most often have seen the best results are people that have skin conditions, dry skin. Yeah. Even I guess for whatever reason, I get touches of psoriasis on my elbows. Don't know where this came out of, but the infrared sauna literally clears it. Like it, it like it look, it gets a bit redder and then it's gone. So and even just in general, your skin just feels class coming out of the infrared yeah, sauna. It does. It's uh, it, you, you see, it's getting very popular with some celebrities now as well and that. But um, it's it's a great combination. A lot of people are combining with the floats here as well. So they'll do their thirty minute infrared. Mm-hmm. They'll kind of go in and do their sixty minute float and like a new person coming out of it but um no i'm interested like we're interested we're trying to bring up more protocols for people to say if you have a specific problem that you're trying to solve we're trying to come up with a protocol to say hey try out this try this for four weeks six weeks um and general sauna use whether it's the infrared sauna or the finish sauna it's probably one of the best like when it comes to health and wellness it's one of the best things you could do after diet and exercise definitely Incredible. Actually, I just saw you guys share the other day. Gwyneth Paltrow is a big fan yeah, yeah. of the infrared sauna. So I was like, oh, go on, Gwyneth. Because I love the way, she, I suppose she's huge now in the health and wellness fields. Like that's, you know, something that she's really like promoting all the time. So that's great. But um, so you're saying, so the, for the infrared sauna, you're saying what, about half an hour session? And yeah, well, we, we let people like, so we, again, we can adjust the temperature. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got chromotherapy or color therapy with the LED. Some people, again, it works with the mood like some people yeah. like uh, a red light a, a green light a blue light depending on i suppose the energy or the mood you're looking for you can adjust it for that um the one thing with the infrared it won't go as hot as the finest on it so we've got some uh like lunatics basically that will come in and they'll do a very hot finest on it yeah but you wouldn't go nowhere you'd only go up maybe 60 degrees seems to be the sweet spot okay. for the infrared but um again Anton from 20, like, anything to do with the saunas, we'd say to people, kind of uh, acclimate yourself to it. Start off with 20 minutes at a certain temperature, go up to 25, go yeah. up to 30. Um, totally against the idea of people going into saunas and dehydrating themselves and yeah. trying to lose weight and sweat as much as they can. It's like, that is not good for you. It's not yeah. good. Like, that'll actually damage your brain eventually. Um, if you like, if you want to go in and have a good sweat, bring as much water as you can. Mm-hmm. Drink it in the sauna, but like, don't be trying to, don't be trying to dehydrate yourself in there. There's, there's better ways to do it. I have to say, as as I mentioned, I love the infrared sauna. Um, now I want you to take us down to another one of the um sweets, and it's the Finnish sauna and the very cold <laughs> plunge pool. I have done it. I I have to say that's probably my biggest challenge when I come here is the cold plunge but obviously I know there's huge benefits to it but explain to us about the hot and cold yeah it's Megan I'm <laughs> the same boat as you I hate it but I love it um yeah so we'll, I say we'll start with the cold the cold side of it um the total opposite to your float as in 
people come into the floor to get their relaxation. You'll come into the cold plunge if you do two minutes, if you can get that up to three, four, five minutes, you're going to be coming out of there like you've had ten cups of coffee, but without the shakes or the jitters. <laughs> it's like you come out a, like any time I come out, it's like I'm very, I'm what's the word? Like you have a lot of clarity after it. Yeah. So you can see, okay, okay, it's easier to focus afterwards. It's easier to kind of say, okay, I have to do X, Y, and Z today, and it finds it's a lot easier to get into that mind frame after the cold. Um, when we got it first, I was trying it at night time at like half nine at night, doing it for a week. I was like, an hour later, I'd be home lying in bed. I'm like, mm, this is a bad <laughs> idea. But um, no, it's great. Like it's it's one of these things. The science is coming out in it every day. Um, from the point of increasing stress tolerance mm-hmm. from um, again the, the changes in people's skin complexion uh, it's again we're, we're looking into that more but you can definitely see the results on ourselves um, we've got ourselves the whoops really the health trackers so like a lot of people are getting very focused on their rest and heart rate their heart rate variability and this stuff and like the the core plunge is it's phenomenal for it like there's yeah. nothing really like it and the other side in is the sports recovery. So obviously, if you're going to through a lot of workouts, you're going to have, you're going to put the body under a lot of stress, a lot of pressure. You're going to break it down a lot. The cold kind of gives you that chance to kind of recover quickly. Um, might not be ideal for people that are in the gym or trying to put on muscle. There's okay. there's a few or a few areas there to say. In the gym, you obviously want to break down your muscle to build it back up. Yeah. So you're kind of the cold is kind of cutting out that process so okay. there's a few things too it mightn't be suitable for but in general if you're trying to increase your stress tolerance uh, improve your recovery um, another one is the increase of or burning brown fat as well mm-hmm. which I thought was very sceptical I'm like oh here we go another one of these <laughs> kind of magic weight loss things but uh, no the science is definitely there on that but and the good thing is you're right beside your sauna. Yes, which is the best yeah. thing. So, like, don't get me wrong. I love going to the sea. We love a dip in the sea. Yeah. Uh, maybe not in February now, mind you. But, uh, yeah, it's... Uh, you get into the sauna, it's like a normal room, even though the sauna's probably turned up to 80 degrees. And after the cold plunge, you're like, hold oh, on, this is like... This doesn't feel like a sauna. But obviously, that comes around. So, the contrast, we get people to do maybe 15, 20 minutes. Yeah. Um, do, like, again start out with what you can manage you don't have to stay in the cold plunge for five minutes ten minutes two is plenty do 15 minutes do two more next time you come back try to do three um it's one of these things and we had one girl in here and she definitely holds the record i think she stayed in there for eight minutes on her first goal wow yeah, oh like, wow I've, I've got to, i think this is i've got to five i'm doing a few rounds of five now and it's like it's tough like and like you're saying it's a it's totally mental it's totally mental the whole lot of it is mental like if you can overcome the mind get into your breath work don't look at the clock <laughs> and, and you're, you're yeah you, you reap the benefit and that was the thing i think when i first went into it nicola was like oh it, you can have to control your breathing and obviously when you first get in you're like oh it's so cold and initially you're obviously you, the, the breathing changes and I, I feel like now i'm going to reference last week's podcast with patrick yeah, yeah, and learning yeah. all about breathing um and I guess applying maybe what, what he said and, and you know doing more nasal breathing but also slowing down your breathing so you can kind of I guess not panic in there and and then I think once you settle into it you, you kind of sometimes you, I found when I first did it I was like oh wow you, I 
kind of can be surprising how you can settle down into it. Now, obviously, I, yeah. I haven't stayed long in it. I've only done a few minutes. But um, I do feel the kind of, I feel like it almost gives your body this like, like invigorating yeah. head to toe feeling. And I think that's when you come out and you're like, whoa, because it literally just wakes every it like sell ever from head your body, to toe. Your body thinks it's going to die. Like when you're putting, like when you put it into, no more than the very hot sauna and the very cold plunge. It's like you're pushing it to kind of the extreme. Mm-hmm. So the minute you get into that plunge, all the blood is racing back to your organs. This guy's going to die. Or he's, they think that your organs or your yeah. body thinks it's going to die. So it's like, hold on, we need to protect the organs here. And like you're saying, you come out. It's like like we had one customer on. With, again with arthritis and it's like you kind of people are arthritis this time you can get off a cold yeah so it kind of counterintuitive to say oh yeah go into the cold to make yourself feel better so what we've seen okay. is people go into the cold even if they're doing it for two minutes and what'll happen is their baseline temperature will actually rise when they come out so a person that could normally be feel, often feel cold would actually feel warmer than usual like people with Raynard's disease and people that might have say circulation yeah. issues with their hands and feet um that that's a recent one we've seen like but it's yeah it's it's interesting it's again we're skeptical against some of this stuff a long time ago but the, the science and the data is there for it now and it's it's continuing to come out like so it's like yeah it's not it doesn't seem to be a trend like it's this stuff works yeah and i think that's what you're seeing more and more people now are are trying out these therapies and you know as you said the science is there so once people i think realize that they're like yeah no i'm going to give it a go and i think that's what a lot of people i've had on the podcast and even with salt and everything i always say to everyone you have to give it a go because as much as we can talk about and explain it to you i think when you experience it for yourself you really understand what we're talking about before we finish up i want to talk about one more um room you have in here and it is the the boots and the the compression oh the compression okay yeah compression gear i um, had never tried that before and i often thought that the only people that use compression boots are i know they go on the arms and chest as well i just always assumed it's only athletes as in professional athletes because i find on instagram i see like rugby players and ga players sharing pictures and videos of them sitting down watching tv with their compression boots on but then what I found from going here is that it's actually like everyone could be using them. Yeah, and that's believe me when I seen these boots the first time, I'm like okay, these look like a gimmick. <laughs> yeah. These work, but uh, I was away for work at one point, and uh, I was looking up. I found a place that had these out in New Jersey somewhere, and I was like, okay, let's try these out. And I had a problem with my hip at the time, and I actually couldn't believe it. I took it like when you're in them, you don't yeah. really feel much. You feel like it's like getting your blood pressure taken, except the attachments are a lot bigger they can for your legs your arms um your your hips are lower back but um yeah no they're they're amazing like they really do like the premise of them is they're there's a lot of pressure so they kind of force the blood around to areas that might not get it or say you might have parts of your especially for guys training you might have break down to say okay we need to get some fresh blood there or kind of keep the lactic moving out with the muscles or any bicarbonates that could have settled there after training. Uh, but that's the sports side of it. But the sports side of it is, I'd say they're maybe 20% of our customers. No. Um, what we're finding now is, again, arthritis. It's great for the joint mobility. But um, and we've had a lot of ladies that might have issues with water retention or lymphedema, which is something we, well, Nicola knew a good bit about it. I was 
my no- my knowledge is very limited on the <laughs> on the topic. But uh, no, over the last year and a half, I've definitely like we've seen some ladies come in and the change it makes to them. It's it's amazing. Like some people can go for surgeries. It can mess with the lymphatic system. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's kind of a good way. Like you can get lymphatic massages, but you don't like it can be slow it can be a slow process it you might be guaranteed to get the movement of fluid you want um but with compression it seems to really help people it's, um yeah the results are and again not for the sports people but for just your, for, your everyone. Norm, for everyone yeah and um how long roughly then should you use those for yeah so we come in we set people up for 30 minutes but like there's nothing wrong you can if you can stick them on for 50 minutes some people you can sit them for i've often sat them for an hour at home Okay. Um, it's good in that sense. You can't really use it too much, which okay, is good. which is good. Um, mind you, we can get tired. We even when people when people are using them, we like to get to a stage where you're kind of feeling a bit of pins and needles, but you're not getting numbness because that really means okay, you're getting good pressure. Mm-hmm. Um, the higher we can go up with the pressure, the better because you know it's pushing that blood to the the places it needs to go. It's very interesting now. Um, so if, if someone was to come in and decide that they wanted to do all the therapies, like is there something you should do first and something you should do last? Or what way, can you like cater maybe a program for someone? If someone came in the door and was like, I want to do something, but maybe I, I don't know what I want to do or I want to try a bit of everything or what's the best way to do it? Yeah, definitely. The, like if you're looking for, have a, have a taste of everything as such, like we have a works bundle. Um, so we'd always recommend people, and again, we learned from this, we were getting people to float first and then do the sauna. Mm-hmm. But what we see, it's a lot more comfortable and beneficial to do your sauna first. Okay. Uh, like even some people, we provide dressing gowns, all of that. So you literally bring yourself. Yeah. We look after the rest, but have a sauna, do the float, and then do the compression. Some people like to throw in the cold plunge when they're doing the <laughs> sauna. But again, it's that that's a personal preference. Um, Maybe like you're saying, if you're going in to think about something, the cold <laughs> plunge is ideal before the float. But uh, if you're going in to relax, maybe not. Um, but yeah, that that's generally how we lay it out for people. Megan, people will be in here for the guts of two and a half hours. Um, to come back up here to the to the chill suite as we call it. Yeah. So have a cup of tea. Don't be racing out into the world again. Or it's like enjoy the time. Enjoy your time alone here. Like if it's a, if you're here for the physical recovery, if you're here for a mental break, it's kind of like we'll do our best here to to make sure you're you're getting what you need out of it. Yeah, I find I come in here for an hour long float, and I three hours later, and I'm coming out the door, and I'm like, oh, Jesus, like on for three hours, and like I am someone who's on my phone twenty four seven. I've all the apps. I'm constantly on social media, but I actually do find when I'm in here. The phone goes on airplane mode, and I I don't miss it either, which is I always think a good yeah. thing. And I I like you said there, like I just find I come in for an hour, and then suddenly three hours later, and I'm walking out, and I'm like, Jesus, I didn't even notice that time went. Um, I have to say, I've got obviously a big fan of everything here, and I, I love the work that you do. Um, but for those who want to maybe inquire more, how can they find Salt? Yeah, so you can check us out guys on Facebook or Instagram, or there's a lot more information on our website. We try to explain everything we do here, and again, who this benefits, who might benefit. Um, but the one thing we'd say is try it out. It's one of these things like without again without us trying to be too salesy or selling to people. It's like. The only person that's going to know if it's something that works for you long term is yourself. So we'll set it up um, as best we can for you. And yeah, hopefully it's something that people can use going forward. And like we all have ups and downs in life as well. And you know, sometimes a break from 
the, the just the, the hecticness of it all is, is what you need to like what they say is a, a break is as good as a change or something something like that is it exactly so it's just it's a time <laughs> to yourself as well it's just time yeah, to exactly. be with yourself and um, on that note adrian from salt thank you so much for chatting to us on mega meets nice to be here megan talk to you soon thank you for listening to mega meets with me megan scully in association with salt float and recovery suites Get 20% off single therapies at Salt. Enter Meg Meats at the checkout or in store. Check out saltfloatrecovery.com for booking and for more information. And remember, hit subscribe and share the love with friends and family or those who you feel could benefit from the health and wellness topics and methods discussed.